It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. It's Saturday, the 23rd of September. I'm Kira Revens, and this was a week that saw Rishi do a U-turn on Net Zero, Russell Brand accused of sexual assault and rape, King Charles addressed the French Houses of Parliament, and Millie Bobby Brown introduced Greg James to her pets. Grab a cup of something hot, put up your feet, and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. It's news, but not the news. This week saw a focus on climate change with two quite different views emerging on Wednesday. First at the United Nations General Assembly, where Antonio Guterres laid out his viewpoint. Humanity has opened the gates of hell. Meanwhile, at Downing Street, Rishi was busy rolling back the plans to get to net zero quickly, choosing instead to be one of those passengers who turn up at the gates of hell at the last minute. In his best concerned dad voice, he explained that the government will reverse the ban on petrol and diesel cars until 2035 to scrap proposed taxes on meat and flying and give people more time to change their boilers. It should be you, the consumer, that makes that choice, not government forcing you to do it because the upfront cost still is high, especially for families struggling with the cost of living. He says the UK can slow down because we're already ahead on green policies. But a Channel 4 poll says 40% of Tory voters are less likely to vote for the government if they don't take action on climate change. Green Party MP Caroline Lucas said it's a mistake. What Rishi Sunak is doing is electorally stupid as well as environmentally hugely, hugely damaging. This would be the biggest misstep of this Prime Minister, I would add probably of any Prime Minister in the last 20 years. And the fallout from Rishi Sunak's U-turn on UK's net zero goals continued on Thursday when he made a big announcement about scrapping things like compulsory car pooling, tax on meat and households needing to have seven bins. The only issue is that none of those policies actually exist as of yet. The backlash to his U-turn has been immediate and not just in the UK. Former US Vice President Al Gore, now a high-profile climate campaigner spoke to CNN about his disappointment with the policy change. The fossil fuel companies fight tooth and nail against anything that would reduce the burning of oil and they're much better at capturing politicians than they are at capturing emissions and you can sometimes tell when they've captured one. And Chris Stark from the Climate Change Committee said delaying the ban will cost the government more money which will impact the British public anyway. The earlier you put in place your plans the cheaper the transition. The longer you leave it, uh, the more rapid the transition has to be and the more that you have to throw effort, money at a challenge to get it to happen. It was not a good week for actor and presenter Russell Brand as he was accused of rape, sexual violence and abusive behaviour by four women in a Channel 4 documentary which aired on Saturday. The alleged assaults took place during a seven-year period between 2006 and 2013 when Brand was at the height of his fame. Here's one woman voiced by an actor describing her alleged experience at Brand's house in 2012. The door was unlocked. I just walked into his place. He comes running out of the bedroom naked. He came at me with kisses and stuff, which was kind of fun. And then 
it wasn't that fun when I couldn't move. The Met Police say they've not received any reports related to the allegations and urged victims to come forward in a statement issued on Sunday. And Brand denied all claims against him in a video posted to his social media channels on Friday. The relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, and I'm being transparent about it now. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, is there another agenda at play? Monday brought a series of cancellations for Brand. His tour has been postponed, his book publisher has paused all future projects and he failed to turn up for his regular video broadcast on Rumble on Monday evening. The Met Police have now received an official complaint about a 2003 incident and Caroline Noakes MP, the chair of the Women and Equalities Committee, says there needs to be a proper and detailed inquiry. Well, I think very clearly there needs to be a criminal investigation. These poor victims need to be supported and encouraged and empowered to go to the police and take them through a process that needs to be supportive of them. Lorraine Hegesty, former BBC One controller, says it's incredible Brand was allowed to act the way he did on radio and television for as long as he was. There just seems to have been a lack of senior editorial oversight over what he was doing. Nobody seems to have stepped in at any time to say enough is enough. And, you you know, the results are plain for all to see. This week saw the UN General Assembly take place in New York, but US President Biden was the only leader of the five permanent Security Council members who attended. Ukrainian President Zelensky was there in person, but the proposed focus of the Assembly is meant to be the Global South and the threats they face, including climate change. Zelensky made good use of his time in the States, though, speaking at length to 60 Minutes and warning that Russian President Putin will seek to cause further chaos and instability as the 2024 presidential election gets closer. waiting for the United States to become less stable. He thinks that's going to happen during the U.S. election. He will use the risk of using nuclear weapons to fuel that instability. Tuesday saw U.S. President Joe Biden take a clear position during his opening address to the U.N., calling out Russia and asking world leaders to stand with Ukraine. Russia alone bears responsibility for this war. Russia alone has the power to end this war immediately. And it's Russia alone that stands in the way of peace because the Russia's price for peace is Ukraine's capitulation, Ukraine's territory, and Ukraine's children. As the week continued, Zelensky met with U.S. senators in Washington as part of his U.S. tour. He made the case for more weapons in a closed meeting with more air defences and access to fighter jets still high on his request list. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke to the press after the meeting. There was a single sentence that summed it all up. Mr. Zelensky said, if we don't get the aid, we will lose the war. President Biden did announce a further aid package on Thursday evening with a further $325 million worth of air defence and ammunition. But as Republicans continue to argue amongst themselves over spending, there are big questions over how long aid for Ukraine will keep coming. Republican House Foreign Affairs Chair Michael McCall believes it's not an option to pull aid at a time when it's more critical than ever. Right now as troops are going in with no air cover, we wouldn't send our troops into that situation. So we need to give them everything they need. If this administration won't give it to them, then I submitted that we write it in our appropriations bill.
Wednesday saw an historic NHS double strike as junior doctors and consultants both hit the picket lines in a bid to force proper pay discussions. The junior doctors continued their strikes on Thursday and there were more strikes to come in October. Consultant Dr Vishal Sharna is warning that unless action is taken, junior doctors will leave the profession and will cause even more NHS chaos down the road. If you look at our kind of junior doctor colleagues, they are the ones looking at what's in the future and sort of saying, actually, I'm not going to carry on with this. I'm going to do something else. And we really fear that unless things change, we won't have anywhere near enough doctors to actually provide the care the patients need. Each time there's a strike, the resulting cancelled appointments only add to the backlog in the NHS, which pushes up waiting times and means Rishi has no chance of meeting his waiting list reduction pledge. Medical Director of the NHS England, Professor Stephen Powers, says it's time that proper negotiations took place. This requires negotiations, conversations between governments and unions, but uh, everybody wants the action uh, to finish. Uh, it's frustrating for everybody, not least for patients who are seeing uh, their appointments disrupted and rescheduled. Still to come in the standout seven, Rupert Murdoch steps down and the King visits France. Right after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. The world of media was surprised on Thursday as 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch finally stepped down from his roles at Fox News and News UK. He's going to become chairman emeritus of both companies, but day-to-day control will fall to Son Lachlan. Rupert has had seven decades at the helm of his media empire and has had enormous influence over US and UK politics. It's all very much like the plot of succession, except Logan Roy died. Author Michael Wolfe has just published a brand new and very timely book on Murdoch called The Fall. He says that things aren't over yet when it comes to control of the empire. Whereas in succession, Logan Roy could decide, Rupert Murdoch cannot decide. Upon his death, the terms of the trust, which are immutable, are that his shares are divided evenly among his four oldest children and the four children will necessarily make the decision. King Charles and Queen Camilla headed off to France on Wednesday for a state visit while Prince William was in New York announcing the latest winners of his Earthshot Prize. But a row is brewing about the royal family and the suggestion that they should be paying reparations for slavery. It comes as a new UN report says that compensation for nations affected by colonialism and enslavement should be considered. And the president of Guyana, Dr. Mohamed Irfan Ali, has called on the royal family to address the issue. They must see reparation as an issue that they, they must be critically involved in and that they must take concrete steps in order to bring some form of justice. We have to talk about what we will do in terms of compensation. How are we going to address the the years that we have lost? On Thursday, King Charles addressed the French Senate in a historic first for a British monarch. He called the relationship between France and UK indispensable and even dropped into French for part of the speech. It is our people who are writing each new chapter of our history so that a more secure, more prosperous world might be the inheritance 
of the next generation. The couple headed to Bordeaux next on the third day of the trip, which has been widely welcomed with the President of France's National Assembly, Yael Brom Pivet, describing it as an important demonstration of the strength of the two countries' relationship. Both members of NATO, two democracies of influence, it counts in a world of disinformation and destabilization. Millie Bobby Brown has been busy as Stranger Things takes a break while the actors and writers' strike continues. She's written a book, she's had a beauty brand and she's even done some fashion designing. Of course, like any teen star who is rich beyond their wildest dreams, she's been busy collecting pets. She's not quite at the Michael Jackson llama stage, but she popped in to see Greg James on Radio 1 and began her list by admitting to owning eight dogs and four cats. And that was just the start. Uh, Bernard the donkey, Mm -hmm. Lemonade the pony, Cardi B, Slick Rick... Biggie Smalls the goats, mm-hmm. Norman the sheep, yep. Bellatrix the rabbit. Yeah, so hip hop superstars and Norman. And Norman is the sheep, yeah. He, yeah. I raised him in my bed. Okay. <laughs> You've been listening to the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.